because we see people, because you have to eat, you can't just eat <laughs> once a month. So you see people on a really regular basis and really come to know something about who they are and their lives. Coming up on OkraCast, Liz Stagg talks about running the farmer's market store in Oxford, Mississippi. Also, Sylvester Collins of Jackson, Mississippi, on opening her restaurant, Collins Dream Kitchen. I named this uh, Collins Dream Kitchen. So I always had a, a dream about this. And so that's why I named Collins Dream Kitchen. This is OkraCast from the Southern Foodways Alliance headquarters at the University of Mississippi. Keep listening. I want to hear the story of how it came to pass of all the dreads and glory it's time for OkraCast I'm Anna Hamilton and welcome to OkraCast from the Southern Foodways Alliance OkraCast maps food culture across the changing American South. This is a storytelling podcast that explores the dynamic people, places, and traditions of our region. Today we're making a quick grocery stop. Well, we're making a grocery stop, but mostly we're here to see Liz. My name is Liz Stagg. My husband, Frank Coppola, and I own the Farmer's Market store in Oxford on Old Highway 7. The Farmer's Market store sits on the outskirts of Oxford. It's a short yellow building flanked by a pothole parking area. A pea sheller sits outside the front door, surrounded by herbs, greens, and tomato plants. It would be too easy to describe the Farmer's Market as an old-time country store. Yes, they sell sorghum and grits, buttermilk and tomatoes, but there's much, much more. You can find fermented black bean paste, fresh goat meat, homemade laundry detergent, and fufu, a type of flour popular in Africa and the Caribbean. The fufu flour, that is, we had some customers from Ghana um, who were having to travel to Memphis to get that. And so we tracked down a way that we could get it. When Liz and her husband Frank opened the store in 2004, they decided to let their customers guide what they stocked. We tried to do, just just try, try to respond to what our customers are looking for and to have and to introduce them to some new things as well that maybe they've never seen you know we can't be the same thing as a large store but our goal is to that you can come here and definitely buy a meal for Liz this means responding to a diverse group of people from all over the world who are brought to study teach and work at the University of Mississippi we have, we have seen many people come and go because they come here for school or for graduate school and then go, things like that. So we have met so many people from so many different places, you know, all parts of Africa and Asia and South America and the Ukraine, Russia, uh, New Zealand. So it's interesting to ask them questions about what are you buying and why are you buying that and what are you going to do with it. And you come to know something not just about, um, about, their, about their festivals and their celebrations, but also about their customs. And, and um, that's really kind of sweet to be able to feel like you are offering those people something that reminds them of who they are in a very significant fashion. 
That's why you can find things like spring roll wrappers, an Ethiopian grain called teff, and chayote, a small green squash. Of course, juggling small demands for regional and specialty foods doesn't always pan out. And we've had some things that we've tried that really didn't go. You know, some, some products, um, cassava, but like, it's like cassava grits, and somebody wanted that, and we found it, and that person got their cassava, and then we ate the rest of it. We ate the rest of it. So, things, I mean, it's interesting. It's fun to, to try to, to do those things, and to maybe you will have somebody who has never heard of that, who's a little bit more adventurous, that you can show this to them and say, look, here, here is this thing that you might want and they'll try it and like it. Or they'll try it and go, I'm never eating that again. But it keeps it a little bit interesting for the people who shop here on a regular basis to see the different kinds of things that we can find. The Farmer's Market store celebrated its 10th birthday earlier this spring. During that time, Liz and Frank have seen weddings, divorces, babies born, and kids grown. The market is a pillar in the community. Often, people stop by just to talk to Liz, to seek her advice and counsel. Liz says that one woman told her, you're my therapy session. And that's part of why Liz is still going. Because we see people, because you have to eat, you can't just eat (laughs) once a month. So you see people on a really regular basis and really come to know something about who they are and their lives. And I think that that's just a really interesting perspective an interesting experience that I feel grateful to to have witnessed. Liz Stagg owns and operates the Farmer's Market store in Oxford, Mississippi. I urge you to follow them on Facebook. And trust me on this, if anyone deserves a Facebook account, it's the Farmer's Market store. They have one of the cleverest pages I've ever seen. This weekend, the Southern Foodways Alliance is heading to Jackson, Mississippi for our annual summer symposium. This June's event is one of the highlights during our year-long exploration of inclusion and exclusion at the Contemporary Southern Table. At this weekend's sold-out event, we'll commemorate the 50th anniversary of Freedom Summer, mark the 50th anniversary of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and do some eating along the way. If you'll be joining us in Jackson, you'll want to pay special attention to this next oral history interview. All right, check, check. All right, this is Ryan Fertel, the Southern Foodways Alliance. It is Sunday, March the 9th. Um, Ryan Fertel interviewed Sylvester Collins in Jackson, Mississippi. Mrs. Collins owns Collins Dream Kitchen, a 27-year-old fixture in Jackson's food culture. In her interview, Mrs. Collins discusses her dream of opening her own restaurant. Why'd you open your own restaurant? I got tired of working, and I wasn't making no money. I worked real hard, did two and three people work, but I wasn't making any money. And I told, I said one day, I said, with my younger child, I said, when he finished high school, I'm going to leave. I said, no, I'm not. I said, I'm going before he finished. And all the small place, everything would carry out. Everything carry out. And then... After a while, it was another side to it, and the boss let me knock the wall out. I knocked the wall out and got a little plate they could sit down and eat. What was the name of the, the first location? Did you always? The Collins Carryout. Oh, it was called Collins Carryout. And then what was the name of the second location? 
uh, same thing, Colin Carry Out. And then when you moved here, you renamed I, it. I named this uh, Colin Dream Kitchen. So I always had a, a dream about this. And so that's why I named it Colin Dream Kitchen. Was it a was it a dream because you wanted to do it, or you actually had a sleeping dream? No, I I, I wanted to do it. I always enjoyed cooking, yeah. and I always enjoyed the public. You know, I always making love, making people smile. You know, by my cooking, and so just um, like down here, I done fed many many hungry people. Everybody come back here, they say they hungry, ain't got no food, they want something. I'm always gonna feed them. You know, so many people come through here and they be hungry. And then I have had uh, work, I have work, you know, like they been on drugs or something like that. I get them a job, you know, for they have a, they have a second chance. What do you call your food? I call them just good eating. That's why I call my food good eating. A lot of people say soul food, but I call it good eating. So let's talk about the food. Let's talk about the menu. Do the recipes go back to the beginning, to your first place? Yeah, I've been having the same thing most all the time. My, a lot of people love my chicken. I'm famous for my fried chicken and baked chicken. So. All right, why is your fried and baked chicken so good? How do you fry your chicken? Uh, we we marinate it, soak it overnight and stuff. Got special seasoned stuff we put on it. And then uh, we, we flour, you know, batter and flour. Yeah. And um, do you fry? Do you deep fry or fry in a skillet? No, we uh we got an old we got deep fry, but it's an old faith deep fry, and not the one that you, you know. So a lot of them got pressure cookers, mm-hmm. but we don't have no pressure cooker. We got the old fashioned deep fry. Mm-hmm. And your baked chicken, tell me about that. Oh, the baked chicken, we got uh, some seasoning we put on it and uh, put it in the oven. You know, make sure it's good and clean and everything. Put it in the oven, wash and bake it. We sell a lot. We sell a lot of baked chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your most popular side dish? You know what my pop side is? The roll, those rolls. Oh, the, the rolls? Rolls. Everybody love those rolls. And I'm cornbread, cobblers, cakes, macaroni and cheese. Everybody love that. Tell me the rolls. I didn't have those. I had the cornbread. What, what are the rolls? I eat rolls. You didn't try rolls? You missed out. <laughs> no, I'm going to get one right after. <laughs> there... Tell us about the neighborhood that we're in, where, where the restaurant is. Uh, this neighbor here is um, West Jackson. That's what it is, West Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, and you're very close to Jackson State University. Uh-huh. Do a lot of university students or, or administrators? Uh huh. They, they come. They come here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They be looking for home cooking. So that's my that's my slogan. You can't go home to mama. Come to Collins. Mm-hmm. That was Ryan Fertel interviewing Sylvester Collins. To those of you heading to Jackson for the Southern Foodways Symposium, you'll have the chance to taste some of Mrs. Collins' legendary fried chicken and yeast rolls. Mrs. Collins' interview is part of our Jackson's Iconic Restaurants Oral History Project. Check it out on our website at southernfoodways.org. While you're there, take your time to poke around our archives, where we've collected over 800 interviews from across the American South. We'll catch up with you again next week. I'm Anna Hamilton. Thanks for listening. You may not think you're hungry. This show will change your mind. I didn't know I was thirsty. Bring me that glass of wine. Ocrecast is the soundtrack for the Southern Foodways Alliance, bringing you the stories behind the food. 
The Southern Foodways Alliance documents, studies, and celebrates the diverse food cultures of the changing American South. If you're hungry for more, pay us a visit online at southernfoodways.org. I want to hear the story of how it came to pass. Oh, all the grits and glory. It's time for okra Okay.